Hello, my name is Sarah Boyle and um, I'd love to start by introducing myself to you and telling you a bit about myself. So, I graduated from Exeter University with a degree in English and Drama. I then qualified as a teacher. I've also trained as a nutritionist and a fitness instructor. And I've worked in various roles um, in the country for about the last 20 years. I've lived in Birmingham, Bristol, London, Cambridge and Cornwall and now we live in Dorset. I'm married to a vicar called Charlie and together we have four sons and I'm now a presenter and keynote speaker. Now I'm going to stop there before I get too carried away. If all I tell you is my successes I may or may not impress you but if I want to connect with you I need to do something different. I need to share my vulnerabilities and failures. So I'm going to start again. So an alternative introduction to myself is that during the course of my life, I have suffered from low self-esteem and I had an eating disorder for 10 years. Um, 10 years of my early adult life from the age of 15 to 25. I have unfortunately suffered from two quite bad miscarriages and 12 years ago my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer and we nursed her at home for the last five months of her life until she passed away. I've been depressed for certain periods in my life and I've also um, taken antidepressants. Now I'm wondering did you feel more connected to me the second time round during the second introduction? Just out of interest, who thought I was maybe on a smug ego trip on the, the first introduction? Now, when I edit who I am and I only show you the impressive bits of my life, I fail to let you see who I really am and I've erected a barrier. So if we really want to connect with people, we have to reveal something of who we really are, who we truly are, beyond the airbrushed, filtered pictures we choose to put on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know about you, but often when I scroll through the images of others we see on Facebook or Instagram, it's so easy just to scroll through. We can often fall into a trap of feeling jealous and we start comparing our lives to others. And what I've discovered is this leads to two things. One of two things, we either feel really smug about how good our lot in life is, or we can start to feel actually a little bit depressed and rather sorry for ourselves of what we don't have. We don't have the figure, the fame, the money, the partner, the children, the house, or the holiday. And we can fall into either of those two scenarios. And I've recently um, come across this image um, that actually I saw on social media. It was a very, very powerful image. And it was an image of an apple. And the image of the, the, there was an apple and behind the apple there was a mirror. And in the mirror you saw this beautiful, shiny, rosy, red, juicy apple that you just want to take a bite out of. But actually the real apple that was sitting in front of the mirror, on the other side of it, you could see a massive bite taken out of that apple. 
which was just a really powerful image to show that, yes, we can project an image of ourselves, but is it really the real person? Is it the real thing? Often it isn't, because we all like to show the glossy side of ourselves, the perfect airbrush side of ourselves. But what I have come to learn over time is that everyone has a story. Everyone has a story to tell. And it just shows that no matter what image we try and display or what mask we choose to wear in front of others to show the outside world, we all have a story and we've all suffered some kind of trauma in life. Some bigger than others, some smaller. And as a vicar's wife over the last 10 years, I've had the immense privilege of drawing alongside people, often in their darkest hour of need. And I can genuinely say that I really think I am now unshockable. There's no story that anyone can tell me that will shock me. I have heard many, many stories that I've been privy to that I never thought I would hear at first hand. Now, um, there's another great quote that you may or, or may not have heard, but um, it is this quote that says, everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. And it comes to mind of the great comedian, Robin Williams, who was such a talented, brilliant, wonderful actor. And none of us knew actually beneath that veneer, the jokes, the laughter, the huge talent he had, there was a man suffering there with huge depression. And we were all so shocked when he took his own life. Now, obviously, we won't want to bear who we are to everybody. We can't just strip everything off and tell everyone everything. We need to have courage and discernment to know who we can trust. Who is it in our lives that we can risk being vulnerable with? Now, vulnerability can be as simple as ensuring that we express our humanity by talking appropriately about our private lives with people and avoiding projecting ourselves as superhuman, as tempting as that sometimes can be. Vulnerability can be talking about how we feel about things, whether personal or professional. It can even be making a self-disclosure about our inner world. The key to making vulnerability an asset rather than a liability is understanding what makes for an appropriate level of self-disclosure based on the stage of the relationship and the context of the conversation. Now, most of us are more comfortable being ourselves rather than acting as someone else. However, being your true and authentic self requires courage. I call it being your own edited self, and it requires you to be vulnerable, to take a risk, trusting that other people will accept you for who you really are. And when we risk vulnerability, we're not afraid to share our fears and be who we really are with all our hurts and failures. When we set up this culture in our families and workplaces, you'll begin to see a shift 
and a change in people's behaviour. Slowly and gradually, you will notice that people listen in a different way. They listen without getting defensive or attacking. They might stop a blame culture. They won't blame and shame. When people make mistakes, they will apologise. And we focus fully on the person in front of us. And sometimes when we fail to relate to someone authentically, we're actually valuing our protection over connection. It's amazing to, to try this in our workplaces and in our families. And I can assure you that when we dare to show up truly as ourselves, we offer other people in our lives the chance to show up as, them, as themselves too. And it's an amazing gift. Authentic relationships are key to so much. Great leadership, good parenting, long-lasting love and great sex, successful organisations and businesses, solid communities and healthy society. Now, in the world that we live in, with social media being a part of everybody's lives, our culture might tell us to airbrush our pictures and edit our posts and put on corporate masks and protect number one. But actually, the opposite is true if we really want to engage, make an impact and relate authentically, then we need to value connection over protection. In fact, the true currency of business is not actually money, it is relationships. As Franklin D. Roosevelt once said, the most important single ingredient in the formula of success is knowing how to get along with people. More than any other factor, it's the quality of your relationships that drive the bottom line of your life significance and business success. People choose to do business with people they know, people they like, and people they trust. If you're looking for the ultimate competitive advantage and market differentiator, look no further than the way you relate to people. I challenge you to really try and be courageous. We can only ever speculate about whether others are willing to reciprocate and be as equally bold as us. So in other words, if you want a relationship to go deeper, one of you in that relationship is going to have to make the first move to stop hiding behind the mask. So what is it that's stopping you from reaching this level of freedom? I'm going to end now with an ancient proverb that says, trust is to be certain of what you hoped for and certain of what you cannot see. Risk is the currency of trust and trust without risk is not trust. <laughs>